I'm in love with that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. I love that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. I love that song. I'm in love with that song. Tie your mother down because it's time for another edition of the I'm in love with that song podcast. I'm your host, Brad Page, and each episode here on the Pantheon Podcast Network, I pick one of my favorite songs and we dive into it together, listening to all the elements that make it a great song. Don't worry if you're not a musician because we don't get into music theory or technical jargon, but the performances, the arrangement, and the production, that's all fair game here. This time around, we're revisiting a legendary band that, if anything, is more popular and respected today than ever. And this song happens to be one of their biggest hits. It's Queen with Somebody to Love. Everybody wants to put me down. They say I'm going crazy. We'll be right back after this message. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Back in episode number 63, we explored Keep Yourself Alive, one of Queen's earliest songs. If you'd like to hear that show, you can find it on our website or in your podcast feed. This time, we're visiting Queen during their middle period, when they had just become huge stars. They had released Bohemian Rhapsody, and of course, it just knocked everyone out. It was a huge hit, and the album that preceded it, Night at the Opera, was a masterpiece, my opinion one of the greatest albums of the decade. So you would think the band would feel themselves under tremendous pressure for the follow-up. But more than anything, they felt freedom. The success of Night at the Opera gave them freedom, financially and creatively. So during the summer of 1976, 
they headed into their next album with confidence. They had worked with producer Roy Thomas Baker on the previous couple of albums, but this time they decided to produce the album themselves with the help of sound engineer Mike Stone, who had also worked on their last few albums. Most of the recording for the album was done at the Manor Studio, an actual manor house owned by Richard Branson, the head of Virgin Records. They wrapped up recording with some sessions at Sarm East and Wessex Sound Studios, and in December 1976, the album was released. With another nod to the Marx Brothers, they named this album A Day at the Races. The first single from the album was Somebody to Love. The song was written by Freddie Mercury and totally inspired by his love for Aretha Franklin. According to guitarist Brian May, Freddie wanted to be Aretha Franklin. This was Freddie's version of gospel, or at least as close as an Englishman born in Zanzibar was going to get. And Freddie was really proud of this song. He even said that Bohemian Rhapsody was okay, a, a big hit, but Somebody to Love was a better song. The band loved it too. Brian May remembers thinking, this is going to be something great. The song features Brian May on guitar, John Deacon on bass, Roger Taylor on drums, and Freddie Mercury on piano and lead vocal. The backing vocals are all by Freddie, Brian, and Roger. Nobody else, just their three voices overdubbed multiple times. I remember as a kid, the first time I saw the video for this song, I thought, wait a minute, there's only four people in this band? I figured there had to be at least a dozen people. That was the first song where I learned about overdubbing. So, let's get into it. If you listen closely, the very first thing you hear is a piano chord very faintly in the background. I'm going to turn that up as much as I can, just so you can hear it a little clearer. I assume that chord was there just to establish the key before they start singing. The next thing we hear is the solitary falsetto voice of Freddie Mercury. And then the sounds of Roger Taylor, Brian May, and Freddie overdubbed multiple times to create a virtual gospel choir. There's a brief pause, and then Freddie comes in on piano. You can hear Roger Taylor hit his hi-hat, and then the bass and drums come in together. All right, let's talk about the rhythm or the meter of this song. Now, I always say that we don't get into music theory here. We try not to get too technical, and honestly, I'm not really interested in that stuff myself. But hang in there with me here, because I want to look at the time signature of this song. Part of what makes this song great is the feel of the song. And that feel, that groove, that rhythm, is all due to the time signature. So let's talk about it. Your typical rock or pop song, most songs really, 
are in 4-4 time. That means four beats per measure. You count one, two, three, four, and then you loop back around, right? Some songs are in 3-4 time. That's three beats per measure. That's most commonly associated with waltzes. This song is in 12-8 time. That sounds complex, but 12-8 time actually has a really natural flowing feel to it. And the thing that's kind of cool about it is that it's sort of a mix or a mashup of 4-4 and 3-4 time together. It's kind of like you have a 3-4 feel nestled within a 4-4 rhythm. So you can count the song out as if it was in 4-4 time, like this. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. But when you go a layer deeper, you can feel the 3-4 rhythm like this. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. So, simplifying it a bit, you have four groups of three. One, two, three, two, two, three, three, two, three, four, two, three. One, two, three, two, two, three, three, two, three, four, two, three. So you end up with this sort of swirling, spiraling feel. It works perfectly for this song. And a little tip to store away for future reference. If you're ever listening to a song and you can count it in both 3-4 and 4-4 time and you're not sure which one it really is, it just might be in 12-8 time. Now, let's listen to this first verse. Each morning I get out my dial can barely stand on my feet Take a look, take a look In the mirror And cry What you the first line of that verse, each morning I get up, I die a little. That's pretty bleak. The lyrics to this song are a little dark. It's not a joyful song. Let's focus on the vocals here. Each morning I get up, I die a little. Can't barely stand on my feet. Take a look, take a look. In the mirror and cry. And cry. Lord, what you do yeah, to me yeah. here? I really like the way Roger Taylor's drums accent that part. Let's listen to that. There's a little instrumental break before we get to the next verse. I work till I ache in my bones. I used to think he sang ache in my balls there, but either way, I get the feeling. I work hard every day of my life. I work till I ache my bones. At the end, At the end of the day, I take home my
Okay, a couple of things to note here. First, John Deacon is playing a great bass part. Freddie's vocals during this section, incredible. Somebody, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. So great. He keeps that intensity up right into this next section. This is the first time in the song that we hear Brian May's guitar. Up until now, it's just been piano, bass, and drums. With all the layered vocals, you don't really realize just how stripped down the instrumentation is. Brian's been sitting it out so far, but he starts to add some guitar tracks here. Let's check those out. I'm hearing three guitar parts, one on the left and one on the right. Both of those are playing pretty much the same thing. And a third guitar part right in the center. guitar players of all time. Both his style and his sound are immediately recognizable. That's something that few guitarists really achieve. Some of that sound can be chalked up to his custom-made Red Special guitar that he built himself, but it's more than that. Any great guitarist, the sound is in the fingers, and he'd sound like Brian May regardless of what guitar or amp he was playing through. Let's listen to this solo. Now let's just hear that guitar by itself. Queen was just one of those bands where every member was at the top of their game. Let's hear the next section. Nice bass run from John Deacon. Let's go back and hear that. 
And let's go back and listen to just the vocal tracks for this verse. Feel I got no rhythm. I just keep losing my beat. I'm okay. I'm alright. He's alright. I ain't gonna fight. I just gotta get out of this prison cell. Someday I'm gonna be free. Of course, this is where they pause for the choral section that starts off soft and slowly builds. Let's play through this whole section and just listen to how the vocal layers continue to develop and change each cycle. Roger Taylor builds up the drum part too and hand claps are added. If you can listen on headphones here, I recommend it because you can really hear the subtle placement of different vocal layers across the stereo field that really adds depth to this section. Find me somebody to love. 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 Freddie is just great there at the end. And just when you think the song is over, they kick right back in. Let's hear those vocals again with Freddie's ad-libs. Find me somebody to love. Find me somebody to love. Find me somebody, 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 somebody to love. Find me, find me, find me, find me, find me to Let's go back to the final mix and notice how Freddie is pounding on one note on the piano here.
I love that ending. It's like he's drifting off to sleep, just exhausted from pouring his heart out. Somebody to Love by Queen. As far as I'm concerned, Night at the Opera and The Day at the Races are two of a perfect pair, two masterpieces. The fact that one band could create two albums like this back-to-back, only a year apart, it's incredible and a testament to just how great this band was. There were more great Queen albums to come, but for me, these two albums are the pinnacle. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the I'm in Love With That Song podcast. We are part of the Pantheon Network of Podcasts, home to many other shows that celebrate the artists and the music that we all love. New episodes of this show are released on the 1st and the 15th of every month, so I'll be back soon with our next episode. Until then, you can listen to all of our previous shows on our website, lovethatsongpodcast.com, You can also find this show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can keep in touch with us on Facebook. Just look for the I'm in Love With That Song podcast and you'll find us. If you'd like to leave a review or comments, the best place to do that is on podchaser.com. And if you'd really like to support the show, the best thing you can do is just tell people about it. Share it with your friends. Thanks again for listening to this episode on Queen and somebody to love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.